Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go, baby. Once again, Bob Dog checking in with you, Particularly Packers podcast. Oh man, today's episode doesn't have too much to do with the Packer, Packers in particular. However, today's episode is about players after they're done playing and mostly constant focused on them going to either our media platforms, becoming actors or even trying to become sideline reporters. And this just goes back to, you know, when I'm watching, when I'm scrolling and I'm trying to get some information or I'm trying to look for a little bit of entertainment for a while on some sports. And I hear a lot of broadcasters and it's just, it doesn't work. Like I'm just listening to them. It doesn't, you know, I would I would like to hear about their subject, and then as soon as they start talking, there's just a le- a level of almost ego, definitely ego. There's a lot of ego, and um, the ego I think leads to ignorance. You just hear the ignorance, and, and like they will literally throw out facts and just look over things because of their biasness and just their own ego or their ego for a position or their ego for a player. They really truly admire or somebody they actually know personally um the opposite side of that is i understand they have connections that uh, normal media people will never have they were in the locker room they were in there they they can call people literally because they have their cell phone number because they used to play with them and they know somebody that used to play with them and they have an inside man and they have connections that a normal journalist won't have so for the sense of information they totally have an advantage when it comes to executing um, there's just a history of failure on the, the athlete's part, like just trying to become into the announcing platform where I, after a lot of research, my conclusion I can bring up to this and it's, it's really comes down to one word and it's journalist and the successful people when it comes to like in the moment and listening to and speaking to the camera and doing this, um, there's hit or miss when it comes to, the athletes, there's a lot more misses than hits, definitely. Um, however, if you look at what's currently playing, you'll see a lot of athletes there. However, when you look back in five years, most of them don't stay around very long, um, especially in this space. They kind of alternate. Uh, they get tiring of what they have to say is it's over. They have a great perspective, but it's just a lot of biasness, and it doesn't really hold. If you were on one team, you know, it's it, it's complicated, I'm sure. But – with that being said, there are some great talents out there and players that have transferred over well. And there's actually one person in particular, it's going to be Shannon Sharp, who I was watching some older video from uh, like the older Super Bowl 47 actually during the power outage. And I was listening to Shannon. I, I enjoy listening to him a lot more today. Um, I'm not saying he was bad back then, but I enjoy him much more now. And I would be interested to actually sit down and ask him like what he's done along his journey because he does seem like somebody that will constantly seek to improve himself. And I can see him actually doing maybe not journalist class, but, you know, speech class. I can see him improving himself in many ways, which a lot of athletes have that. And I do think that there's probably more processes that we're watching. Um Nate Burleson, for example, on Good Morning Football, I think that he's gotten better. Uh, still not somebody that I enjoy watching very much, but I do believe he's gotten better. Where I do think on the opposite side, there's people that have not improved very much, like uh, 
let's see, Troy Aikman, for example, or even Deion Sanders. They're just not people that you particularly want to watch for very long. Um, you get the point after about 45 seconds, and you're like, all oh, right, we see where this is going, where this is staying, and how this is going to – there's no – there's going to be no we, – we get it. We get it. So with that being said, um, we can go straight to players retiring to the media that I've kind of looked up. And here are players that, you know, I don't think here, – here's your examples. Brandon Marshall, I don't, I don't think he's very good. Eric Dickerson, Keyshawn Johnson, I think he's probably one of the worst. Um, John Kuhn and A.J. Hawk, as, even as a Packers fan, man, we got to admit, these guys are not the best media people. Um, even if you love them, when it comes to listening to them, it's very bland. You know what you're going to get. Um, listening to A.J. Hawk with this whole Packers situation, Aaron Rodgers situation, him sitting there with his cigar just thinking – he has information that he's like not trying to disclose, but trying to disclose. And it's just, it's awful. It's awful. Just watching this whole thing and just how these guys, everybody's trying to get in the media and say something. And James Jones, for example, I'm not a fan of his. I didn't even put him on the list. I forgot that he even tried. He's still trying to be in media, but he just, it's, I don't know. Maybe it's just me personally, which is why I love, I'm going to love the feedback. But with that being said, Packers aside, because John Kuhn, A.J. Hawk, it, it, it's not. It, I mean, I'm not even going to say they were both. Um, they weren't Hall of Famers. But they were, hey, they were great players. Great, great players. I'm not even going to say good players. They were, especially John Kuhn, man, he was a great fullback. Uh, you know, no recognition at his spot. But the announcing thing is, is it, I'm, I'm happy for him that he's found a path. Definitely happy. Keep going. Keep striving. Love what you're doing. But I, I don't watch it personally. You know, A.J. Hawk, I definitely, I, I like to watch it because I try to get some insight, but ultimately he's just beating around the bush trying to hide whatever he does know while not stepping on toes, and he's trying to walk this tight rope, and it, it, it's sad. I mean, it's not enjoyable or entertaining at all. Um, neither is that whole situation. So, Troy Aikman, Deion Sanders, like I said earlier, not the biggest fans. Nate Burleson, I not the big, not a fan at all. Terry Bradshaw, not a fan at all. Like, there's so many players that have tried to jump over, and it's just, I don't think they're the best. Um, with that being said, Shannon Sharp, that dude, watching him and Skip is awesome. Michael Strahan, um, you know, he, he commentates a football, but he's even gone outside of football. What What he's continued to do with his success and just, I mean, he's in a league of his own. And Chris Collinsworth. Um, if people don't remember, he was a wide receiver, I believe. And, uh, you know, when I, when I hear him, when I think of announcers, he's definitely up there on my, my list of success. So, you know, you have a couple that, I mean, Michael Strahan and Shannon Sharp, they just continue to improve. It's, it's, it's amazing to watch them. Chris Collinsworth, probably the same way, but I think he came in with like a, a great speaking tone and he, he was good. I don't know how they found him from the wide receiver spot. Um, Let's go back. Here's here's let's let's talk about the Kings real quick. Let's talk about the big dogs. The big dogs in this are definitely going to be John Madden. You know what I mean? Skip Bayless, Colin Cowherd, Max Kellerman. Um, Good Morning Football, in particular, when it comes to modern day. If I'm thinking about things that I would actually enjoy to watch, it's going to be Good Morning Football. You know, um, and Nate Burleson is on there. It's just you know where he's going to go basically every time. You know what his ego and just, you already know. You can kind of tell it's it's very, we get it, we get it. Um, Al Michaels, 
Cannot forget about Al Michaels, man. That dude is he's a champ. Stephen A. Smith, whether you like him or hate him, I mean that dude is entertainment on another level. And Kurt Menefee. He's one of my favorite. I've always liked Kurt Menefee. Um, you know, he has a history of being around the around the game. So he has a lot of insight and he you know, he puts it out there well. He he structures Basically, everything he does, it seems like it has a structure to it. It's, it's very interesting to watch. And for the MMA fans out there, I mean, look no further than Joe Rogan versus Chael Sonnen and Daniel Cormier. Like, they're they're not even in the realm of competition. I, I do not – I watch a lot of Chael Sonnen's videos. Um, he has a lot of insight. He has an insider view on everything going on. He can make the phone call. He has the plug. Great advantage. Joe Rogan basically has the same thing, but Joe Rogan is much more entertaining. It's not even really fair to compare him as a stand-up comedian and somebody, you know, that's a professional talker. You know, this is what he does. This is why we hire the pros. This is why the journalists, I'm saying journalists, the pros, they've got this down. Daniel Cormier, I can't, I, I really can't stand to hear like him talk. I don't think he, um, he was a decent, he was a great fighter. Um, He's decent, you know, after the, even after in the post-fight interviews and, like, in between time. He was decent, but basically his friendship with Joe Rogan's what got him, you know, where he's at. Everybody knows that. You can listen to him. Um, I think that he probably takes away from the viewing experience rather than you don't achieve much. You can We can lose him tomorrow off the staff and nobody's going to miss him. Joe Rogan, there's going to be an outrage. <laughs> you know what I mean? Chael Sonnen, nobody's liked him for a long, long time, but he's just got the plug. He has the information. He is a source. Um, people are always going to go to the well to drink. You know, even if they have to fight lions to get there, they're going to get, you know, you got to drink. And the dude is just constantly putting out water. So you constantly got to go to that guy, man. But with that being said, we can look at players trying to become actors. And this is this is a sad story. I mean, there's a couple classics in there. Um you know, Space Jam. Everybody loves Space Jam. Nobody loves Michael Jordan and Space Jam. You know what I mean? Like, there's all types of things. Even Mars Attacks. Um, I loved Mars Attacks. I did not love Jim Brown in Mars Attacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hulk Hogan's never played a good part. There's one guy, you know, something about Mary. You had, I think, um, Brett Favre was in there. Not, not a hit. Sorry, Packers fans. I'm the biggest Brett Favre fan that you know i'm up there with y'all i love that guy however he did not hit in something about mary i watched it multiple times because he was in there but that's about as far as that goes um dan marino i think he was in that ace ventura pet detective if i remember correctly along with some others um always bombed never did great dennis rodman and he was i mean that dude was a firework of a personality never did good in acting i mean you can't name anything um you got to give it to shaq though and just because of Kazam, I'll always remember that. I don't know if it was my age or what it was, but I always remember Kazam. But other than, I mean, he's tried so many times, you basically got to mark him down as a fail list. He's kind of iffy because I, you know, I know him personally, not on a personal level, but because of that point in time, I kind of watched Kazam a little bit. I remember it, but acting wise, he's not good. You know what I mean? He's not even a very good commentator. You just get him and Chuck in the same room. And they're battling at it, and it becomes entertaining to that point. But if you want to really want to sit down and think about him as a commentator, he's not that good. They're just entertaining as a team. They they put them together very well. 
they click well. Somebody constructed that well, and you know it works. So I'm I'm not even hating on them. I don't like listening to Charles very much either. You know, and I think the two guys in the middle right there they they probably make that show. But with that being said, we've had some crazy transitions. Um, I think the most successful people were when it came to becoming actors were not the most successful players. And besides that, I mean, one exception, and that's because it's not really a sport, but it is because I'm not trying to get in a match with anybody, is wrestling, professional wrestling. And that's Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. I mean, I don't I don't consider him an athlete. I think that he failed as an athlete really trying to get in the NFL. He never really clicked, I don't believe. And the same with Terry Crews. You know, they're both college athletes, I believe. But they never really transitioned. They never made it seriously pro. When it comes to being actors, man, those two guys, they're awesome. You can't look past them. But at the same time, they weren't NFL superstars at all. In any, You know what I mean? So I think that's where it is. The college athletes, they understand enough of the game. They've got a good amount of knowledge and experience. However, they took up journalism or something after that, a speech, a broadcast, you know, there's so many different options and avenues you could take in a career to get to that point and to assist you. But there are some people that stand out. John Amos, for example, from Good Times, if, you know, that's a little old for you. I believe he was on uh, Coming to America 2, or Coming to America 1. I think there's a number two now that I haven't seen, but I should watch it. Um, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, but he was a weightlifter. He wasn't, you know, a football star or anything, and I... I would not want to watch him as a commentator, but when it comes to an actor, you got to give it to Terminator. You can't look past it. I mean, the dude, he played one role. You know what I mean? He, wasn't, he didn't switch it up. Um, Twins was kind of funny. So I put Arnold Schwarzenegger as a success when it comes to that, but he wasn't an NFL player. Um, we've had a line of failures. Like I said, Michael Jordan, Jim Brown, Hulk Hogan, Shaq, Dan Marino, Brett Favre, Dennis Rodman. The list goes on, man. The transfer over, I mean, Ice-T is one of the saddest ones. I, I can't stand to watch that guy on TV. I don't know how he does it still, but then again, I wasn't a fan of him as a rapper either. I've always thought he was, like, pretty phony. But with that being said, I respect the guy. I respect everything he does. And on the streets, he's probably a real player. So with that being said, no disrespect. I'm just not a fan of watching it, which is all fine. I mean, respect it or don't. I'm sure you guys aren't fans of my podcast. So with that being said... Hey, it's all love, though, man. I, I love to see what everybody's doing. I love to see people succeed and get their success. It's just not what I'm into personally. Um, and my last example, and I think this is a most solid, concrete example, was that Super Super Bowl 47 power outage. And CBS's Steve Tasker and um, Solomon Wilcox, former players, they were, I, I'm going to call it a failure. During that Super Bowl, if you go back, you can go back on YouTube. I just did it today and watch that part after the power turned off and them trying to fill the void with their speech and their ability for the process of turning on the power to get the professionals back down to cover. And you will just see that they were lost. I mean, they they had no direction. They weren't they didn't have the creative ability to process and like create something of the moment that would you know, keep the fans' attention. They were just sitting there pushing along, you know, pushing along the can. They weren't 
It was nothing. It was sad. It was pathetic. You guys should look back, watch it. You can understand where I'm coming from in this whole scenario. And, you know, we have a lot of greats. When you hire the pros, like Craig Sager, Susie Colbert, um, Michelle Tafoya, I love watching her. Pat O'Brien, the alcoholic, you got to call him out because, man, if for the OGs, if you understand and seen that dude, man, his apology, and they were eating him up, man. Dr. Phil ate him up, and, oh, man, that was a part of history right there. So for the for the younger fans, look back, the OG, you know, look back at the YouTube, go check out some Pat O'Brien things. Man, I'm sure they got something on there for him. And then uh, Pam Oliver, you got to love Pam Oliver. You know what I mean? When it comes to sideline reporting, very entertaining. Um, you can tell she, she studies, she knows her job. She knows her role. Her profession is, I mean, she's a professional. I'm interested to see, you know, how she would do in that moment where there's no structure and the power went off, but I do believe she'd do a much better job. Um, I think that's somewhere where Pat O'Brien and, you know, Craig Sager, they, they probably would have excelled, you know what I mean? And even, uh, the OGs like Al Michaels and Madden. I mean, you got to love those guys and maybe it's just the, because I was younger, maybe I, I see it differently. Maybe I have more experience now and more knowledge on the subject, so I, I look at it differently. Maybe that's what it is. I, but I did go back and watch some tape, and you can just see this passion. And most of those guys, the successful, like Madden, you know, Madden was, a, I believe, a college athlete, but he was a coach. And, you know, Bill Cowher, he's okay. If you if you watch him, Bill Cowher is okay. You know what I mean? And, uh Terry Bradshaw, he's not the worst, he's not the best, but he's he's all right. So there's you know there's some positive out there, but overall, I think maybe the players um, retiring after the game, maybe switching over to the media isn't the best thing. You know, we we hear we have a lot of coverage from players now, and I don't know if it's just a personal thing. That's why I'm loving, I'm super excited to hear some feedback. But is it me or do players suck at you know the media? And just transitioning to actors. And maybe we should hire pros that actually do that and have studied that and have built their life around doing something of that nature. You know what I mean? Because it's not like watching tape. A player knows how to watch tape. They get it. They can do that type of research. But when you talk to it, when you're coming from a journalist background, they understand it so much more. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, a, different, it's a different realm. It's not even... In, is comparing apples and oranges, and I understand that they have the plug, they have sources, so they can transfer over, and it would be awesome for them to be able to transfer over, but especially with the NFL and CTE, and if they really believe in this, and they're like, oh, yeah, CTE, and you see these people, like, I'm not, I'm not going to name any names, but I'm sure you can find a lot of those football analysis, people talking about CTE and how it affects people, and then they're up there going to give their insight about how much they know and how much, you know, but if it really affects it, you've been affected. You've, you've taken a lot of it yourself. So now we're listening to this guy, but I think that comes back to um, with like the LeBron situation. And I hear people talk about him and he needs to keep his mouth shut and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I don't believe he ever has to keep his mouth shut. He, everybody has the freedom to speech. Um, I think it fail. We fail. We all fail as a, as a society, but ultimately there's educators and there's athletes. And when you're going to your athletes for education, whether it's about politics or life or, uh, you know, maybe, maybe on life and money, but even, you know, there's professionals. And what those are, those are professional athletes. 
Those aren't professional reporters. Those aren't professional analysts. Those aren't professional, um, you know, nothing. Bankers, those aren't professional. They're athletes. That's what they know is athleticism. You know what I mean? They know the game of football from the athlete's point of view. And I think that when you're trying to get like your political information and you're worried about LeBron's input on political thing, and like I know everybody's focused right now on what players want to say and all that. Um, where's it? Maybe the educators have failed because there are truly teachers out here and the teachers aren't the players. You know what I mean? It's, it kind of comes back to the coaching thing. I mean, maybe players transition to coaches, coaches. It hasn't worked out all that well. I mean, it has worked out. There's definitely examples. Maybe I should have looked some of that up before I even brought it up. But um, I think there's a saying. Those that can, do. Those that can't, teach. And whether that's true or not, that's, you know, maybe that, maybe that has something to do with it. But, uh, yeah, maybe that's what it all comes down to. Those that can't, those that can, do. And those that can't teach. On that note, it's been Bob Dog, particularly Packers Podcast. Um, follow us, social media, subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Once again, great subject, toss around. Love to hear your feedback. Who are your favorites? You know what I mean? Who do you think did it? Who did I leave off? Who did I not even mention? You know, did I overlook something completely? And look back at Super Bowl 47, that power outage. Look back at it. Listen to it. Listen to the difference, you know, between the pros. And the players, you know, and it's, you'll hear it. For now on, it's going to be like the FedEx sign. Whenever you see the FedEx sign, the people that know about the arrow and the FedEx sign, once you see it, it's never undone. Y'all look, look going forward, you're going to remember this one. Bob Dog, baby. Check in with me, particularly podcast. Love you all. Thank you. Out. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. And as always, Go Pack Go. Oh yeah, Go Pack Go. Out.